Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking, are Masons required to take a blood oath? Commonly used to denounce the institution, the charge of having to swear a blood oath is often levied against the craft. But what is the truth with regards to this matter? Is it hearsay? Is it nonsense? Over to you, Brother Angel. Okay, thank you. Um, well, first, I'd like to knock this on the head because we do not require candidates to swear a blood oath. Um, first, it, it's important to understand what a blood oath is. And um, the way we understand it as Freemasons is it is a penalty for somebody who breaks their obligation. Now, in the old ritual, there was a gruesome penalty for each of the three degrees. For example, uh, the candidate may have his throat cut open or his stomach cut open. Uh, that is the blood penalty, I suppose, for the degree. However, um, this was a... Um, Firstly, it was, it was never carried out by anybody. It was there basically to show the gravity of the obligation, to, to make the candidate take his obligation seriously. However, um, it got misunderstood. And so um, uh, the description of the penalties has been toned down so as not to upset people. And the so-called blood oaths were actually removed from the ritual in 1986 following a resolution by the United Grand Lodge of England. And following that, other Grand Lodges around the world did the same thing. Uh, if you want to know more about this, it's, it, I wrote about it in my first book, Freemasonry, Spiritual Alchemy. And um, I... Uh, so, so to give a little bit of the background, um, the um, the 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 O's had a penalty, and this was to unnerve the candidates, and not just to show well, of course, to show them how important their obligation was, but also to remind them graphically of the risks that the first three Grand Masters were taking in the 1700s uh, when they <clears throat> uh, used to meet because there were many spies trying to get into the lodges. There were um, spies, government spies, there were Jacobites, and even the Catholic Inquisition had spies who were trying to get, infiltrate into Freemasonry. Um, and so, um, I think that part of the penalties were there to remind people of the risks everybody was taking at that time. The Freemasons weren't doing anything nefarious, but again, um, like <laughs> has been for hundreds of years, if you don't tell people what you're doing, then they tend to think the worst. Um, I like a quotation from uh, Cornelius Agrippa, in his uh, three books um, on the occult philosophy, he says, uh, dogs bark at things they don't understand. Well, that's how Freemasonry sees conspiracy theorists. So bottom line is there are no blood oaths and um, 
yeah, we don't even have weapons to carry it out with. <laughs> Over to you, Brother Evans. <laughs> well, I can certainly confirm that there's no weapons in our lodge, maybe a letter opener or something along those lines, but no guillotine, no gun, no broadsword. That'd be quite interesting. But um, yeah, thanks for the information. Well, um, that brings this episode to a close. If you have any information or any questions, please email the link below. We now part on the square and we'll meet soon. Thank you and goodbye.